0: So I think the message, the message there is focus on what you can do to uh, connect and make you know do do with others, right? Like you'll you'll because like the community or the viewers are your other. Like what are they participating in? that's Mm -hmm. why you watch a video because you want to participate in in them launching million dollars worth of fireworks or whatever happens
1: to be hello and welcome to the podcast welcome this is a new podcast it it might have been like demon possessed it was a fairly large mutated looking chicken we were born in the north but we grew up in the south we learned all of our words from pennsylvania and (laughs) people are that that toboggan hello not a toboggan (laughs) toboggan is a sled 0.3
2: Six
1: okay. point three inches, baby <laughs> Dude, I can't take it
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wise Works podcast We are here with a new guest episode And a new guest this week um, And it's gonna be a fun episode Yeah So, uh, Dominic, introduce yourself to the people really quick
0: no problem. My name is Dominic, of course, and I run kind of uh I don't even know what you want to call it. We'll call it a podcast or a, a blog, if you will. I don't it's hard to say, but on Instagram I am the mad scientist <laughs> going all different directions, trying new things, and people seem to get a kick out of it. I don't understand why, but hey, I'm having a blast. So
2: well it um it intrigued me when I first I I I got on Instagram and I was sort of doing a little bit of this and that posting sort of my stuff and and sort of looking for channels to follow that were like other than my friends. Mm-hmm. Um I mean as much as I love my friends. Um but I saw your channel and I was like wow, it's like it, it, it's it's like you're making new tools, I guess. And 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 changing yeah. things. I'm I like gadgety stuff, right?
0: You know, it's funny because the experience was kind of this roller coaster. I started out doing things for me to help me with um, kind of overcoming kind of an addiction towards playing video games. I mm-hmm. was playing video okay. games much like all <sighs> the time, and I went completely cold turkey. I need something to engage that problem solving aspect of my brain. Mm. And I kind of went back to something that meant something when I was younger, which was, you know, working with Legos. And what's the mm. grown up version of that? Well, for me, I, I've always liked tools. And I've always liked making things. So it seemed logical when I got back into that, these tools weren't working for me. So I started to put them together in unusual ways. And it was kind of fun.
2: What was, um, what would you say? What was like your first project? What, what really got oh, you started so, off?
0: So it's interesting because I got a 3d printer
2: mm.
0: and the, when you, when you try and this one here, the Creality CR 10, and it's so frustrating when you buy a, a 3d printer, that's kind of not fully built. Like you buy it cause it's inexpensive and then you have to teach yourself everything. Mm-hmm. So really the first projects came out of 3d printing. And then kind of trickled down from that because I saw so many designs on Thingiverse that were related to basically just useless tchotchkes, you know, like things that you would never use for anything. They just get thrown in the trash eventually, right? And I was like, okay, why aren't people using this to make real stuff that's interesting, Mm -hmm. you know, fun? And so, you know, I made some Some different things at one point I was making actual full size slingshots out of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I got into this, the, the science behind, um, elastomers it's all technical, but the point is is it was a fun thing and I don't know when the whole multi tool stuff came or the EDC stuff came, but at some point I think what, what kind of spurred that was actually something that happened to me from someone else in the community. I bought, I, I bought a wallet from a guy yeah. from Anti Co. and um, I asked him cause I, I like to carry the Victorinox manager as my pen. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, you know, would you manipulate? Would you, would you make one for me that worked for me? And he's like, Oh yeah, of course. It's a great idea. <laughs> and he sent me three just to test like for free. Mm. And it was this like, first time experiencing, okay. Like the community, not as a, like with big corporations, but with smaller people, yeah. smaller makers and creators in the community, and I just that. Just just set me on this course. Like I was just so excited to interact with with him, and then uh, Randy, I think is his name, and then everyone else I met along the way, and that was sort of like momentum.
2: Well, you, you yeah, you say that uh, uh, that it's you know, instead of looking at it as like these corporations and 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 seeing the people right. Mm. Um, I mean, that's, I I think that's partially what, what really made me gravitate towards your channel was that you were not only were you making these tools and you were doing your thing, you were promoting other small channels, other people that are making things and, uh, and, and, and being really personable.
0: Um, I try, I tried to do that. And and that kind of came out of a need that became very apparent very quickly. Uh, I don't know what, how, but I, there was at one point I was gaining a thousand followers a month
1: mm-hmm.
0: or more. And it was just this like, and I, uh, you know, you think you're, Oh, you know what? I can review things and I'll get, you know, sponsorships and I'll make money and all that stuff. And that's when you kind of lose yourself and you do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And I came back around to realizing there, there is a general need for, These companies, these smaller companies, are trying to use social media as a way to generate a business. Yeah, they they need people to be advocates for them, that advocates for their own personal passion for something. You know, I found Joseph Paul Barrow, who's now has fourteen no, sixteen thousand followers. I found him when he had four hundred followers. Yeah, and I found him because I was literally going through the multi tool hashtag and just really going through like pages and pages and pages and pages because I'm a researcher and I like to like see new things. I, I have a Pinterest page where I have saved all the interesting ideas I've seen. Yeah, that, That's what I do. And when I found his stuff, I contacted him. We talked together. It was really cool. Showed some people and every time I've done that or been able to to do that, it's, it's the best experience. And, um, that's more interesting to me than being, sponsored yeah i try to only like repost people's um mm. content if they have less followers than me the idea being that i'm giving mm-hmm. you know yeah. i'm trying to to expose other you know the people that follow me to those individuals you know that i'm not trying to take away from them does that make sense yeah right
1: yeah um i have a question um kind of put you on the spot a little bit um it's fine I so you had do this EDC thing. What what's your everyday carry? I know it's probably different every day, but what's your main go to? Do you have like a knife? You got like a pen? You got a flashlight? What's your go to right now?
0: Yeah, it depends <laughs> on how much time you want to have. But yeah. the the first thing, everything, everything for me starts with one of these hats, and I have about four or five of them. Yeah, this is fully loaded. Believe it or not, you can't tell, but it is actually fully loaded with stuff. Yeah, mm. um, and it's. My day-to-day things. I actually have a charging cable in my hat for my phone, believe yeah, it or not, uh, and a a uh, a comb for my daughter, so that we always have mm-hmm. it. I've shown that before, and my belt. My belt is like this this core item. These are two items made by Wazoo, another awesome company. Yeah, yeah. that I just. They, they don't need help from me, but they're just awesome. <laughs> yeah,
2: they're I'm right. rocking the Wazoo belt yeah. as well. So, is that
1: the one you dude, keep? The Wazoo up
0: belt zip is, is a game changer. I'm telling you. I've been wearing it since the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I've not worn another belt since then.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, it's super held awesome. up really, very, really well. Yeah. And
0: made in USA. The, the belt mm-hmm. is, the hat's not yet, but they're trying to do their best to, to make it in the USA. But the, awesome company. Anyway. um, Yeah. So that's, that's the baseline. And then it's everything tacked onto that. Yeah. But it, the I at one point I ran into this issue. Do you start with a knife or do you start with the multi tool? Yeah. So mm-hmm. the, it, the, neither one is wrong. Right. But for me, I started with a multi-tool just because <sighs> I tend to tinker. So I need something that isn't a knife more often than I need the knife. Yeah. Right. It's actually I use a knife very rarely. Um, when I'm working with things I, I need and actually the reason I usually carry I'm usually carrying one of these
1: okay yeah
0: is because of the hammer
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: and of course if you can't see this this is the Leatherman signal and for me it it's it makes sense to me what's on it it's lighter and flatter than most of the other multi-tools and it still has the one-handed blade so for for tasks where I wanted to just open a package or whatever it is, it just gets the job done, Yeah, right?
2: Is that one you've modded? Well,
0: so that's the basis, but really the most important item, of course, being the flashlight. Okay. I think even if you don't believe in the whole knife thing, <laughs> I think most people can get a usage out yeah. of this every day, right? Would would that be fair? Yeah. Like, flashlights, you probably use it.
2: I have, a, I have a few flashlights, and actually I had a, uh, I had the o light, I think it was the SR1 Baton Mini or something like that. Yeah. The little one. And it's
0: funny, we were just talk I was just talking to somebody about yeah. this. This is their new model. This is the uh, S3 Baton.
2: Yeah, and um I lost I it. I had to get it. I, I just you knew. I if I think it fell out of my pants. And actually, I think mm. it fell out of my pocket when we were on the beach. For real? Yeah, cuz you know, cuz me and Joe started running yeah. across the beach. Yeah. So I, th- I just lost it this last weekend, um, so Oh yeah. yeah, that sucks.
0: Why it? Like, like that, this one would annoy me, but if I lost this light, I'd be really, really yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, Some of the people in the EDC community, they go far, much, much further than that. Yeah, you yeah. things like the, the uh, Kluma DC Zero, 600 to $900, depending on.
2: Yeah, I don't wanna spend more than. You know, I mean, I'd spend a little bit on a on a flashlight or a knife, but I'm I'm usually trying to stay under like a budget.
1: Yeah. So Um, why he's more into the EDC than I am, but I'm dabbling more. Yeah, you're getting. Um, He just bought a um, benchmade. Yeah, I have have a benchmade. What? Which one is that? I have the. I don't know if you can see this very well. Can you see it?
0: Oh yeah, I think I've seen that one, nice and thin. Yeah, yeah.
1: I see. I like the fit thinner, more low profile. Um, low profile, yes, slender. Because I think it just it's more of what I like to carry. Um, I don't like my pockets to and be you're super full.
0: And you're certainly in the the more common vein. I think yeah. I'm I'm definitely on the on a, on a different scale. Oh, yeah. like, I yeah. tend to carry far more than most people. I, in addition to this very large multi tool. Mm. Uh, some would call it far larger this is my normal knife
2: oh my gosh yeah that's the uh vero vero
0: yeah this is the synapse xl so this is this is a uh i think it's nine inches overall yeah in fact a closed it's actually longer than multi-tool
2: yeah yeah i've been i've been following them as well i I probably started um, probably started following because you followed them
0: right <laughs> I appreciate it appreciate it. Now, he's awesome anyway. I mean I'm all about this stuff. I wish I could recommend the knife. Mm-hmm. you know what the problem is I can't tell people how good it is mm-hmm. because there are none to be purchased Ooh, really like ever
2: they just uh, always this out of knife, stock.
0: there was 600 of these okay mm. oh my God they sold out in two point two and a half minutes two and a half minutes they were <laughs> gone.
2: How much was that one? I don't remember. I know I looked at it. Uh,
0: MSRP was three ninety seven, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, and they're gone. Yeah, they,
0: and <laughs> just gone. gone. And, and the the integral, I think that was like five hundred, and that one went instantly. So
2: fast. Yeah, <clears throat> and I and I know um, they make wait, good stuff. So,
0: but it's not even it's not even the fact that it's made by Bestech, which is a great company that makes snipes. It's because of the people, mm-hmm. like. People wanna have participate in the excitement and the yeah. designs of somebody who's passionate about it. Like mm-hmm. Joseph is passionate about his designs. Um, you know, when I work, when I carry a, a GilTech ruck, I know that guy. I know he's passionate about his designs. And I, I think that's what I didn't expect. There's a, a very passionate group of people, creators. Who make these things, and so you carry not just it as a tool, but you also carry it kind of as a um, have a representative, yeah. of, of that.
2: It's also a piece yeah. of art too. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, absolutely.
2: I mean, for some pe- for some people, it's it's more art, and for some people, it's more functionality. If you get the best of both worlds, you know, that's I mean, you can't really go wrong.
0: Yeah, and I think it's really cool to see how many different takes there are on it. And and you know, one of my favorite pictures I ever saw on Instagram was actually, um, was a gentleman in his sixties, and he was carrying, passed down, uh, a passed down pocket knife, passed down lighter, and I'm trying to remember what else. But the point is, is it, it has such a, a story behind it. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's cool that that things can have you know real value. Because they are also reminders of, of things we want to aspire to as well. Yeah. You know, like if, we, if it's somebody who we looked up to or whatever.
1: I always use this word patina. Um, You probably are oh, familiar yeah. with the word. I But I always use it in a sense of I want to get the patina of other people and experience like their patina and the roughness that they've experienced in their I like life. Yeah. Um, I almost use it like, as a, like yeah, a sense of their personality rather than their just – as an object of getting patina
0: well i've been i've certainly been guilty of playing it too safe with things i carry Mm -hmm. but i try my best to actually put real real work patina on (laughs) items that i actually carry because it's first of all it's a great measure of how much i like something Mm -hmm. you know when you when you edc something you know you more you use it you know the the better you the more well first of all yeah. the more capable you become with it
2: yeah I've um I've been carrying a black Boker Kalashnikov for quite a while now and the you know it's it's all just like um, aluminum handle scales and the way it wears it you know the paint just sort of slowly wears off and it gets that Boba Fett look oh I mean, yeah I, I I bought the I bought the green one. With the red pocket clip so that it would look really boba fett when it <laughs> when it starts to wear in. Yeah. Yeah. I love the look.
0: That's, I think I think it's a slippery slope with EDC mm-hmm. because when you start paying attention to materials is when it gets expensive yeah. really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh like you've if you've never seen what zirconium looks like when you flame it, when you actually put a put a torch to it, have you ever seen what zirconium I, looks like?
2: I don't think I have now.
0: It goes from this like really like matte gray, like a dark titanium mm. to black glass. Oh wow. I mean, it is it looks like glass, but it's metal.
2: Huh? Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it.
0: Yeah. It's because zirconium, when you mill it, it's, it's powder is very, very um, reactive with other things that people, yeah. So it's, it's not something people do often. Plus it's, it's purely for looks and not really functional. Anyway,
2: how um, this is sort of taking it in a different direction. But how often you, sure. would you say that you spend time just just modifying Leatherman tools? Is it is it something you do often, or it, or do you look for a project to make?
0: I get into I get into like little bursts of it. Yeah. Um, what ended up happening is I I got frustrated not having the right tools so i started modifying them yeah and then i started mm-hmm. accumulating a lot of parts like too many i noticed
2: mm-hmm. that I, I was watching the live the other day and uh, you you have yeah, a lot of parts i got a lot
0: of parts <laughs> uh i have about let's see i have 3 surges 2 super tool 300s 3 waves oh. and 3 three uh rebars that are in pieces not including what you saw in the box yeah (laughs) so those boxes including have like pieces as well so my goal at this point having done my research is to build them so you're going to see a lot more in the near future because i'm going to be building them and then uh lottoing them off so i can't give like one you know just pick somebody yeah myself i so saw what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna say if you want this this is how much it's gonna be type in and we'll select randomly but i'm gonna try to get rid of all of my parts as much as possible what i'd rather be is not a service i'd rather more be informational mm-hmm. where people can do this themselves and i'm well more than willing to help them learn how to do it
2: yeah yeah you don't want to be you don't want to just be like taking apart tools and putting them together and then selling them or giving them away or something like
0: yeah that. I'm not I'm not really I was I did it not for trying to make a profit on it also that's you run into a whole bunch of issues with Leatherman yeah. I don't want to go down that route but um now that I know more of what I want like all of the multi-tools I now have determined I'm going to keep fit in one vault case mm-hmm. yeah everything else literally anything outside of that is getting sold
2: so um so do you plan on um, do you plan on, uh what do you plan on doing as far as um, I don't know like making tools with both Leatherman and and with like do you do you plan on doing anything else like with the 3D printer and just making okay, new stuff Okay
0: so uh, so the 3D printer is the the way I have it set up is is very limited in what I can do relating to the, the multi-tools. Yeah. Um, the components are too... Um, they don't bind well enough to be used for functional parts. If you want a functional part that's 3D printed, you really need to use a service like Shapeways to get it printed. They do have glass reinforced nylon parts. Oh, wow. And those parts are stuck together by a laser. So they have very, very, very good adhesion. And so you could technically use those yeah. in a, in a, in a lot them. But, uh, as far as the parts I'm concerned, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to start by building things that make the most sense. And then I'm going to have a bunch of miscellaneous leftover parts. Yeah, And that's where things are going to get weird. Cause I'm going <laughs> to either, if I can make something, I will and see if it sticks. And if I can't, then I'll probably just sell the parts to somebody who actually wants to do their modifications. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to stockpile the parts.
2: What um, What What tools would you say you would need if you wanted to get into it? Because I've thought about modifying some myself.
0: Well, most of the tools are pretty straightforward. Um, you need some security torques. You'll need. Uh, well, I, if you saw what I did, mostly at this point, I don't even bother clamping what I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> when I do it, I tend to hold it in my hands or between my knees. I'm just. I'm just moving too quickly. I tend to uh, take it apart, put it back together very quickly, so I don't I don't slow myself down. But the the most difficult part you're going to need if you modify tools that have those unusual nuts is parsing wrenches. Yeah, and there's only one person as of right now that makes them, and he's in Russia.
2: Yeah, hmm. yeah, I, I I was there for that part, and I and was. And you like... can
0: buy them on you can buy them on eBay. He sells them on eBay. But you're going to have to wait about two months to get them. Not that they're that expensive. right? It's that you're going to have to wait some time. So you have to really commit to that. Um, But yeah, that's the big thing. Once you get that, the rest is just getting some security torques, which I think is pretty inexpensive. I considered doing a video on the tools you need for this. Yeah. Which I may do. I -hmm. may still do that. Uh, but the problem is I can't be like, hey, go buy this, you know, part that's going to take you two months. It's kind of tough to say that.
1: Yeah. Um, I had a guy that I met uh, through my job. I work at Lowe's, um, an old gentleman that he was retired. So he just decided to make these like crochet hooks. And he started selling them online to like people over in England. And he like made a... a Making them out of what? Uh, parts that he would get at Lowe's. He would like he would modify tools and stuff to just make these crochet hooks and he was selling them to people oh just on the side as a cuz he was retired and stuff and it was so interesting to just hear him talk about it
2: yeah i've always wanted to get into something like that where i'm making something that people want or i'm or i'm doing what you do and and you know giving information, information yeah. teaching people you know how to do stuff on their own but I I haven't found it yet, (laughs) right? I'm still, I'm circling.
0: So one thing that became incredibly clear when I started 3D printing is that the demand for people who have design skills is insanely high. Yeah. If you have the technological expertise to design something in CAD, the actual production part of it can be outsourced to almost anywhere. The problem is in design. When you have the chops, like you saw Joseph Paul was uh, he he worked at a drone uh, design studio and he had the chops engineering-wise to design a knife. And when he did, presented, his, like when he 3D printed his first design, it worked exactly the way this works. I mean, identical in every way actually works. And so if you have that skill, if you have that skill, it's great. If you are a woodworker and you understand the texturing, the geometry and, and all of that stuff, you, you have a a skill that can carry with you. It's like when you get a, you know, you get a degree or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. it's always hard to get it done to figure out something, uh, but it's always marketable. And that's the cool thing is you pick us the right skill. Like my wife is doing a lot of sewing right now because she's enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a powerful skill. I mean, at this point, with the sewing machine we have, we could make bags. I, I picked up some leather stuff. Uh, a friend of mine, um, Jonathan, over at Redeem Creations, he had some leftover scraps of leather. So yeah. I can start to teach myself some leather working stuff. Yeah. So that's cool. The more skills you have, the more capabilities you have, the better.
2: I, uh, when I'm, that's
0: sort of a, an adventure in itself.
2: When I first moved here, I just moved here about three months ago from Georgia. Uh, we're in Virginia Beach. Um, I didn't have a job, so for <laughs> what was it? About a month? Yeah. For about a month, I was I was basically doing nothing but looking for a job and filling time with just making things. Yeah. I th- I think I carved I-, I carved a bunch of different things. I carved a little uh bearded man into a stick. stick. I, I carved a bunch of sticks for something that uh my buddy's wife was working on. Um mm. I made
1: a couple crocheted hats. I made hats. like 3 hats. Yeah. Crocheting I made 3 hats. hats. I'm Started still on working a on a scarf.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just making stuff mm-hmm. while I was bored, right?
0: Um keeping your hands busy is always a good thing. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I definitely want to get into something that's a little bit more substantial. If I'm going to spend time creating things, which I love doing, I feel like I should probably get into something a little bit more substantial or, or, or at least find something I can really get behind because sometimes it feels like it sways, right, back and forth. Sometimes I want to do woodworking. Sometimes I want to... uh you know, do some crocheting or some sewing. Sometimes mm-hmm. I want to, you know, do a little bit of this or that, and and I can't find what I want to make. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you just have to keep. You just have to keep pushing towards it. I mean, much of the reason why I'm trying leatherworking is I was getting frustrated about like I wanted this design to exist and it doesn't. Yeah. You Start out by like I have a problem. And the solution does not seem to be presenting itself. Like it is not around. It's not there.
1: Can you share what you're.
0: So how do I solve this problem? And then you backtrack.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Can you share what uh, you were trying to make? What are you trying to make Leatherwise? Like.
0: Oh, well, you saw the leather. I, at one point I showed, I I made a leather notebook organizer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What I did is I started out making it in a combination of duct tape. Mm and acetate, so acetate is a clear backing, it's that same stuff, you put transparency films on, mm-hmm. so it provides that no stretch and no tear situation, and then the duct tape provides the abrasion resistance. So combined, they function very similar to leather. Once I established the design, I actually designed it in 3D CAD um, in a flat way it for design drawings, and then I was able to send it to my friend And he printed those out and was able to quite literally take it and cut out the leather exactly as stated with the stitching and reassemble the whole thing, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool to see something come to pass, like a a, a knife, for instance. I actually designed a knife, and it came to reality. It was, like, mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah. Now, I I don't show people this knife, even though I carry it all the time, because it's hidden. It's Mm. hidden inside my belt.
2: Okay, And it actually...
0: (laughs) Was designed for the specifically for that perfect purpose. Yeah, yeah, Her, yeah, yeah. I saw perfect. the That's uh, awesome.
2: I saw I saw the 3D printed stuff of this.
0: So, very so this cool. knife is made out of a steel that that is very rare in the knife community. So this steel is the same as found in this knife here. Oh, that was embarrassing. <laughs> We're having an issue here. So this is the Spidey mm. Chef.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And, uh, the chef is made of an amazing steel designed by NASA in collaboration with a company in Germany mm. back in the seventies. And it is a nitrogen based powder metallurgical steel, and it almost has zero corrosion at all. Oh, wow. Like It doesn't corrode at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some that are a little bit more corrosive resistant, but from a, from a survival knife perspective, when I did my research, this made sense seeing it come to pass in that steel was so cool like i found you know we had a we friends of mine collaborate on the design they knew a guy who did um what was it uh who actually had a knife shop could actually produce the knife and then it got like we got four of them made it's pretty sweet
1: is it hard to cut because it's so like non uh or like how like to shape it
0: before it's heat treated it's no different than any other steel for the most part so um believe it or not, the, what I think what, what makes this steel particularly interesting to me from a chemistry standpoint is it has incredible edger tension, yet very easy easy to sharpen.
2: Mm, yeah.
0: And the combination doesn't happen. Like doesn't when you look at lot. something like when you when you look at something like this, this is M three ninety. Yeah, it's got amazing edger tension. The problem is it it, it only is gonna get sharpened on a diamond pretty
2: much. (laughs) Yeah. I have a, I have a knife that's, um, CPM three V and, uh, I, I don't want to have to try to sharpen that myself because I, I, well, thank,
0: thankfully CPM three V compared to compared to M 390 CPM three V is very easy.
2: I mean, I keep it, I keep it sharp with like a a ceramic rod, um, and and a strop. So I haven't actually had to sharpen it, sharpen it, but, uh, but i don't think right now i have the equipment right i mean i just have a few little i have like a workshop you know the little yeah uh, portable sharpener um and that's about it i need to invest in in one of the other ones actually
0: uh there's a a lot of people so i am not i have tried to explain this to people i'm not i'm not a um like a professional or or like Or like an expert Mm. in fields yeah in in one thing or another like whether it's multi-tools or blade steels or leather crafting or anything what i what i am good at is research okay i i know where to find the information i know who they should go check out Mm. you know i can direct them from here to there you know and so on yeah things i've learned i try i never try to claim okay i'm an expert at this i'm an expert at that um because I'm not. But knowing all of the pieces, all of those pieces together is actually kind of cool. Because you start to see, well, why don't they combine this thing with this thing? Mm-hmm. And then you try something. And it's like, okay, this is really cool. Yeah. Um, like, I, I still have yet to see this steel show up in a full-sized fixed blade kind mm-hmm. of like survival knife.
2: Yeah. It, what, and is, is the steel rare, or is it just...
0: No, it's not, believe it or not, it's not actually that expensive. The problem, they recommend that you treat it, when you heat treat it, it needs to be in a neutral atmosphere, in other words, it needs to be surrounded by nitrogen. Yeah. However, there is a secondary way to do that, and that is once you've heat treated it at the right temperatures, you can then grind a very thin amount of the metal off the steel after it's been heat treated, and then it works fine. Huh. Which is what they did when they made my knife, that the smaller knife, and it makes the process relatively simple. So it's actually not as hard to, to, to do as you would think. And what makes 3V, like the steel you have, so good is it's so tough, right, that it doesn't chip. Mm-hmm. So when you go to sharpen that knife, you pretty much just need to strap it. Yeah. That's what makes 3B so good, right? Is you don't you just like stop it? We're we're back up to razor sharp. Go, a very hard to chip that that steel. What shocked me is when I saw some of the uh, research articles on this steel. Actually, it was sort of an accident. I I was researching S45VN, and they did some metal testing on this one, as part of their checking all the different ones, and it was four times as tough as LMAX okay. and why that's interesting to me is they use LMAX in survival knives. Yeah. We've never seen a survival knife in LC200N ever. It's never existed. I'm actually strongly considering selling $500 worth of knives to get a custom <laughs> <Yeah>. survival <laughs> knife in this deal. <laughs> yeah. That now, would I'm not be really cool.
1: Getting...
0: But the only problem is I got to get one made identically mm. in 3
2: mm-hmm.
0: V and LC200N so we could do real testing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that would be that would be That's a cool video. Money to invest. Oh man. So you um uh since I've since I started following you at least on YouTube, you've had a um I would say a significant jump in subscribers. I I don't know how long I've been following you. It's it's been a minute. Um and you've been putting out a lot more stuff. Um do, do you see yourself pursuing the video form more than, like, the Instagram stuff?
0: Instagram is a dead platform. Okay. In truth, like, uh, most of my growth happened before the December 2019. Okay, yeah. January of 2020, literally, like, everything went to zero. They have destroyed... The algorithm to such an mm. extent that if you are trying now no matter how good your content really is you're in a world of hurt mm-hmm. to try to make any real progress yeah the reason i'll probably never get off instagram is the reason to have it now is not for my growth that's not the reason i i'm on it now at this point it's about how i can assist others mm. as best i can maybe sh- and also maybe uh Inspire people to try new things which was sort of the beginning process as well. Yeah But uh, YouTube is is a better track as far as growth, right? right. Mm-hmm. But I am ha- not not growing that fast believe it or not on Instagram. I mean sorry on YouTube I'm not growing that fast um And I think a lot of people want me to do these really in-depth kind of content videos
2: mm-hmm.
0: problem is Those take a lot of time yeah. And I don't have that kind of time. Are
2: you working a normal job as well?
0: So right now, I mean, right now I'm not working.
2: Okay. But yeah. I'll be
0: going going back to work. I need to create a situation that's more sustainable. So it would be better to do well, one thing I considered was doing something like this where I, I got on and we talked about different different stuff. But what it would be more focused on is actually how to enable uh, small companies to get bigger outreach. Like it would be more focused on being content for companies less like small, small businesses (laughs) rather than for the EDC community.
2: Yeah. Kind of a separate thing. Yeah. No, that's good though. I, you know, you, you, you know what you want to do and, and now it's just taking it, you know, to the next level, I guess. Uh, we're yeah, f- and
0: I sound I sound like I got my sh- my stuff together, but <laughs> let me tell you, like I am a scatterbrained person, and I started the Everyday Creators Guild, which is what I wanted this to be. Yeah, and uh, I haven't taken that full step to commit to that kind of time because I yeah. I really do think there's a need for some combination of smaller businesses working together mm-hmm. and also influencers working with small businesses as a group. Yeah. Right now I think it's if I for instance, let's say we had instead of doing one large giveaway. Yeah. We had a collaborative event that was being run by six or seven major influencers yeah. at the same time. Yeah. That works up towards one big thing. You can only do that if you if you have a group of people willing to kind of do that, collaborate. Mm So it may not work, but at least it'd be worth trying.
2: Yeah. I've only seen a few giveaways that were, it was just like an expansive amount of stuff and, and the stuff was, you know, made up of, you know, some, some bigger company names and then some smaller, you know, uh, one person, two person operations uh, and, and, and where it's been across a bunch of, a bunch of influencers on, on Instagram. I, I I haven't seen a lot of those. Um, but it's,
0: I mean, I tried to do that EDC draft back in November last year and I thought it was going to be so much bigger, so much more exciting than it, than it was. And, and what I realized after looking at the numbers is that the algorithm literally crushed that event. Yeah. Like it just crushed it. I mean, I had 300 different, People mentioning that post on all of their stuff. So you mm-hmm. would think I would get a, a good, at least, even if people weren't interested, at least people would see it, right? Right. I only had 3,000 people actually seeing it. Huh. I had 5,200 people just following me along. Yeah. The numbers don't make any sense.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a weird you know,
0: algorithm thing.
2: Um, <laughs> I was I was like, "Are you gonna no? No, do you you're have good. a thought? Oh, okay. Yeah, we've sort of been uh, on a similar journey. Mm-hmm. We're uh we're all working full time, yeah, and and trying to build our channel. Uh, we've been doing the podcast and uh, uh trying to do trying to find other things that we know is going to work, right? Uh, videos that are going to be picked up by the algorithm on YouTube." That you know are, are, are going to bring value, right? Something that people can watch over and over again, something informational. Um, but you know, where our thing is mostly like entertainment, films, films, yeah. Um, and and we, we, what the guest podcast is, is getting people who are creative, getting people who you know have, have maybe built a following. Mm-hmm. Um, or have interesting stories, and and trying to do a similar thing of just uh, spreading our um, what's the word I'm looking for? Come
1: on, our viewership or not the viewership, but like
2: <laughs> our, what people want to see. Oh yeah, right. Because if people like if people enjoy your
1: video, right, we we can sort of oh, no spread the. Show people their patina. Is yeah, I like to yeah. Say. <laughs> we
2: want people to see the creators mm-hmm. and we want people to, you know, find what they like, you know, and
0: it's, it's oh. a hard it's a hard thing to do. I think I think it, generally you have to start with something that frustrates you personally, not not something that you see other people wanting to see. Mm-hmm. You have to find something that first and foremost that you're going to put the kind of effort into to to make your thing. Yeah. Right. Every every successful YouTuber, every successful Instagrammer had their thing. Mm-hmm. They had they had something they were incredibly passionate about. I've been watching I've been obsessed with this channel on YouTube recently. It's this guy called the the mink man or whatever and he 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 raises minks to hunt <laughs> to hunt yeah. like uh pests uh, like in different things. And dogs and stuff. And I don't know why. I don't know why. But he, he has a narrow focus on what he's what he's doing. Yeah. And that content fascinates me. And and they're not heavily what I like about it is they're not overly produced. Right? They're not yeah. crazy that it's just here you go.
2: Yeah, the guy's and, passionate. Um,
0: exactly. And and I got some pretty good advice from Dustin over at Wazoo. It's like, stop trying so hard, just get it out. Yeah. And the the most successful videos tend to be short um passionate and just get it done Mm -hmm. um the videos that end up doing well on my channel i sometimes don't understand (laughs) like i have a video about the leatherman crunch kit wasn't even very good um and it's got like ten thousand views for some reason yeah um and like any uh, sadly anything negative or if i'm like Attacking somebody, like for instance, Olight had this whole thing with their Warrior Mini about mm-hmm. about the bird. Well, of course, I had to throw my two cents in <laughs> about that, and that stuff blew up pretty fast. Yeah, you know,
2: people are um, looking for that. They they're <laughs> like uh, people. They are, say, they see are. something guess... that goes wrong, and then they look for that like those videos talking about it.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, and and, and you know, I completely get that part. Like when I saw that the Leatherman Bond and the Leatherman Curl were coming out, I'm like, oh, oh pictures, let's see it. Yeah, you know, and that's like a one and a half minute video. It got like ten thousand views, like hmm. really quick. Um, but the 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 thing is, is um, you have to be ears to the ground to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's a lot of time devoted.
2: Yeah. Especially with I me mean, working other jobs and, and you're, yeah, you and know. I,
0: I'm, a, I'm going back to teaching at some point in the yeah. future. So, uh, I need to have something that I can actually do. Uh, the whole purpose for me at least is to establish uh, a set of items first and foremost, that allows me to, um, help others. That's kind of how I stayed focused on it because the moment I started thinking about, okay, what do I want for me? This is what happens. You know, yeah. this is what happens when you start thinking about, Oh, what do I want? And, and that, and it stops being a tool and it starts being something else. Yeah. And I don't have any problem with anybody who chooses to do that. But by, by thinking in that way, I tried to like, I've, you know, it's been helpful to see what the gaps are yeah. for what I'm missing. Like you, you have, I haven't even done a single bit of content on my backpack yet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's because I haven't, I haven't got it to 80%. Like <laughs> I want, I needed to be at least 80% happy with it before I'd even consider it.
2: Right. Yeah. Like I
0: have a, like a, like a travel toolkit that is hyper thought through, like with specialty tools and all of this specifically designed for the kinds of things you can run into and it's not quite there yet.
2: Yeah, you're not so. you're not uh you're passionate about it, but you're so passionate you you want it to be perfect. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, that. but at some
0: point and it was what Dustin was saying, <laughs> at some point you have to say stop it and just get it yeah, out and pull the trigger. <laughs> right? Um and there's a fine line between over obsessing um and yeah, it's definitely one of those things.
2: Yeah, we've got uh we've got a video coming out pretty soon when when did joe give us a timetable on For that the monster film the monster film uh a couple weeks maybe okay he told us that a couple <laughs> weeks ago yeah right and i know he's busy i know he's working on other stuff um but uh, you know at some point i know yeah. he's also a perfectionist
1: yeah we got to get that film
2: right? out there so if he could
0: so well you build up you build up an anxiety, yeah. and I I speak from experience. You build up an anxiety towards the next thing, mm. and sometimes the more meaningful that thing is, like 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 a like a like an advocacy group for small creators, that's a meaningful thing you don't want to screw up. So the yeah. more the more that becomes true, the harder sometimes it is to just get started on it. Like I haven't pulled that trigger, but I I do recognize that it's there. You know, like it, it's something that that's always in my like. Okay, is it? Am I ready to to take that step? I got you. So, don't overthink something. <laughs> some things that, like, especially with content, like, I was I was watching some Mr. Beast stuff, and I like I didn't re- I've never watched his stuff till yesterday, mm-hmm. ever, because I was just fascinated. How did somebody get to fifty six million subscribers? Yeah, yeah. Just like why? And it's very obvious why. He does crazy stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he decides crazy to stuff, do something and does it.
0: Yeah, he does it. He does it. Like, whether it's getting 900 drones to write stuff in the air or spending a million dollars on fireworks or whatever it happens to be.
1: Or even his, like, the first few videos he had on his channel was, like, saying Logan Paul 10,000 times or, like, 100,000 yeah, times. just doing like, things. Yeah, just doing because he said, starting out, he had the time. he didn't have the money, but he had time. So he took what he had to create something for people to watch. yeah, and the truth very... of the
0: matter is when you have a lot of times when you have money, you have no time. Mm-hmm. and time is the truest, most valuable item that is in the world yeah. is the one thing everyone is looking to get more of. Mm-hmm. it's the the one thing we never have enough of. it's and yeah.
2: So we, so we need to stop looking for money and looking for time. time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and how you use it. Think yeah. About yeah. Every time every, like, I think about how much time I wasted, you know, like I spending how many hours on world of Warcraft back in, back in classic, yeah. you know, why, why did I waste yeah, that so much?
2: Classic will eat up all your time,
0: <laughs> man. I think, it, I think it's some, to put you an idea at some point, I mean, I was in the, one of the top five guilds in the country at some point, I was spending forty-eight hours a week. Yeah, mm.
2: I can't it's a full-time job. I, I mean, I got—I
0: it's got, a full-time. It was a full-time yeah. job doing nothing,
2: doing literally nothing, making no money. Mm. I getting
0: unhealthy is what was happening. I ruining
2: tried. My eyesight. I I tried. Uh, <laughs> I tried putting all my time into video games, mm-hmm. um, and and I guess I quickly sort of realized that I'm not doing anything I'm not even learning yeah, really.
0: you, and, and let me tell you what happened the moment Burning Crusade came out I hit level 63 and I found an item better than my 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 tier 3 piece that I spent two weeks getting and I went <laughs> flipped the table you know? yeah this is crazy
2: I and, and, see the problem for me is when I play video games um, I'll see. I'll, I'll I'll have a goal or an objective that I want, like an item or a, a suit or something. And I'm like, I am going to play till I get that, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's like if it's Call of Duty and I want to unlock a gun or something, or I want to unlock a a skin, I I will play until I get that, and then I have it. And it's like, what did I truly gain? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think what I realized I like the most is problem solving with a group on yeah. something. I think that that's why I like talking to people. It's why I like working on projects with other people and collaborating on new ideas. I like working with other people on these things. That's what I found out was my real drug. I mean, the problem solving aspect and also the connection aspect, working with other people. Those were the two pieces that was really missing and when... um when I quit that now I can't even get back into it because yeah. it, the whole thing is lost. Like there's, there's none of that anymore. Like I played magic, the gathering, the card yeah. game yeah. forever. And actually I did. I, I actually made out really well on magic, the gathering because not only did I play at a really high level, but I started in a format that, that the cards increased 10,000% in value.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
0: So I, I actually, what I paid for everything, including my travels, over a ten-year period, I got back times two when I when I exited.
2: Wow. I, I played Magic I, once, <laughs> and yeah, I won. I, I,
0: I had cards and that won. I spent Good fifty knows. cents on that yeah. I got, I sold for hundreds of dollars. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, but the point is, is that was an out that's an outlier that's yeah. an outlier right and, and if I had been playing any other format I would have lost my shirt and but I, you know what I would have gained still though because it's still face to face mm-hmm. is and I still have this I have friendships and connections yeah. and that time spent problem solving that was really helpful
2: yeah I feel so, like I feel like we're trying to do that yeah I feel like we're trying mm-hmm. to get those connections yeah
0: so I think the message the message there is, focus on what you can do to uh connect and make you know do do with others right like you'll you'll because like the community or the viewers are your other like what are they participating in there that's Mm -hmm. why you watch a video because you want to participate in in them launching million dollars worth of fireworks or whatever happens to be like they I had a bunch of people tuning in, watching me put together a multi-tool because they wanted to participate in that process. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, it's fun.
1: It, it's a good process. Yeah. I mean, the community and even like the community around EDC is, there's a lot of community around that. And social media is bringing that, bringing people together through that.
2: Yeah. It's it's a tool that can be used to to further the, knowledge of something, which I think is important. And, and, you know, you obviously have a passion for it, keeping people connected and ultimately keeping people passionate about something and working together, which I think is great. Um, Well,
0: inevitably, EDC is about capability, right? Yeah. You have more ability to do whatever it is that's part of your life. Mm -hmm. If you're, if you, if you work uh, in a farm you you do your job better it means you mean to have more time with your kids you know um it's all about the capability part so it's not that dissimilar from from these other things you know it, it's just it's building up that yeah it's just, you're
2: right um
0: yeah. I guess we're guess where
2: yeah we're coming to the end we thank you guys for watching and thank you Dominic for coming on and talking to us yeah that was a good time. Uh, it's, no, it's it's fun. It's been
1: really insightful. And yeah. um, do you yeah. want to have anything? You want to shout out your Instagram, your YouTube, anything like that?
0: No, I, I'm really lucky. I have people follow me, and they they're like, and they always think I, I I'm someone special. But I just <laughs> enjoy what I'm doing. Okay. And as long as you're enjoying what you're doing, it's all good. It's all good.
2: Well, go check out Max Level EDC. <laughs> we'll we'll shout we'll shout you out for you. Yeah. Go check out Max yeah. Level EDC, EDC. on uh, YouTube and Instagram. Uh, you can go to WiseWorks Films, our website, to get all of our stuff. Our yeah. f- you know our, our our Facebooks, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> our, all Instagrams, that, Instagrams, everything, and, and subscribe to the
1: WiseWorks podcast channel. Yeah, and thanks for joining us on this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks.